the more you know your own impact on others, that changes, changes your mindset. This is the Brilliance Leadership Learning Podcast, sharing thought-provoking content and discussions to enhance your leadership development journey. Be sure to subscribe to get notified of new episodes. Here is your host, Chantal Nash, Digital Learning and Engagement Manager from the team at Crotonville, GE's Global Learning Institute. So we are back on the Brilliance Leadership Learning Podcast, and today I've got Derek Rumenap with me. He is a GE colleague. And so we are going to talk a little bit about coaching, and he's been doing some work focused in the coaching area. We have a couple of really key principles that we're going to talk about and with the work that he's doing on that. So welcome to the podcast, Derek. Great. Thank you very much. Great to be here. Um, So maybe just start giving our listeners some background on yourself. What is your role at GE and maybe just a little bit of your general professional and personal background? Yeah, sounds great. Sounds great. So this past April, I celebrated my 18th year at, at GE. Um, I currently work in... That's a long time. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you very much. Um, I currently work in GE Digital as part of the core tech organization, and we work with the businesses to help them simplify their application portfolio. Um, I, uh, I graduated from, from Siena uh, with a finance degree and spent eight years before I came to GE doing finance work. Uh, but then once I came to GE, uh, I spent two years as a quality black belt, uh, about 10 years in single sign-on and, and security, and then the last uh, six years in the enterprise architecture space. Yeah, so that's quite a varied background. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's been a it's been a fantastic experience. I feel like I've gotten exposure to a lot of different functions within within GE, and it's given me a, a good perspective from uh, you know from a corporate perspective and digital perspective as well as within the business. On the personal front, I grew up in a small town outside of Cooperstown, New York, um, called Milford. I had a graduating class of 35. Um, I've been married 22 years, uh, which is, is an incredible accomplishment. Uh, um, I've got an 11-year-old son, an 18-year-old daughter who just started college uh, in the last couple of weeks. Um, my family is a huge supporter of the Epilepsy Foundation as a result of, of my son's diagnosis with epilepsy. We're rabid Steeler fans, and we're very active in, uh, in our church. You know, the last thing that I would say personally is I love to write, I love to cook, I love photography and gardening, um, and most recently, I, I, I love um, the concept of coaching and uh, helping others. Yeah. So, again, congratulations on all of that because you're right. That is uh, a lot of accomplishments in there personally as well. So, what is there anything in particular that got you started in coaching or that piqued your interest in coaching that made you say, I want to do more of that. Yeah, I'd say in the in the last uh, last couple of years, there's been a, a lot of a lot of change at GE. Uh, my personal life's been very very busy um, with with the kids and my marriage and and so forth. And you know, I just reached a point um, in my career in life where I, I felt a little lost, quite honestly. Um, became a little confused over over what I wanted and what was next for me. And and this past January. You know, I, I decided that I needed to, to reach out and, and, and get some guidance and some help. So the first thing I did is I reached out to my manager in HR and explored some of the opportunities and support and, and coaching that's available internally at GE. Um, second, I, I met with my, my pastor. You know, we have a very strong faith, and, and I really valued that, that perspective as I, I tried to think through, um, you know, some of the concerns and challenges that I had. And then lastly, I reached out to a, to a colleague 
and he referred me to a, a local career coach uh, here in Albany, New York, and and that really started me getting interested. As as he walked me through the coaching process and helped me focus on what I could control and what I wanted and why I wanted it, and then really being accountable to take the actions, it uncovered a lot of, of different themes and strengths and, and and passions that, quite honestly, I just I forgot over the years and with with all the the busyness. And you know, the the more I worked with with this this coach, and the more I learned about the process and the incredible impact that not only it was having on my life, um, but about the impact that it could have on me as a GE leader, right? As a husband, as a parent, um, you know, as as a son, as a friend, you know, I said I want to learn more about this. I had always listened to podcasts and read books and watched videos of Tony Robbins and Simon Sinek, so I'd always had an interest. But I had never really taken taken that that next step. So that journey began. You know, I I started to network more within GE. Um, I met a lot of folks that have the same passion for coaching here. I volunteered to lead a a GE Power Coaching Circles pilot over the last three months, and and that was that was awesome. It was a great opportunity. It was very interesting. Um, learned a lot, and that whole experience. I even got to to tell that my personal story. Um, and and what I've learned from the coaching mindset at one of the people leaders expectations training course that was down in Roanoke, Virginia. Um, so all of that is is really what's what's I guess lit this passion in me. It's 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 raised awareness as far as the power that the coaching mindset can have, and it's even given me the courage to launch my own website and and even to begin uh, to use Twitter to go ahead and encourage others, um, you know, to, to think about their mindset to coach others and. Um, and use a lot of those techniques. Sure. And I know a lot of us probably have similar experiences in terms of maybe feeling inspired by things at times, but not really taking that step in that action. So it's great that you've realized that there's some real connection that you've made there and that you want to take that further. Um, and we'll definitely make sure to uh, let the listeners know about the where they can find your site and follow you on Twitter at the end of the episode as well and in the show notes. But what what's what kinds of things have you learned along the way as you've gone through this journey? Have there been any particular surprises that maybe going into it you weren't expecting? Yeah, definitely. You know, you know, one of the things I learned is is that coaching is is actually different than what we talk about when we say mentoring or we say managing or we say teaching or we say counseling, right? Mm. And the the difference really is is that coaching is about asking insightful and intuitive questions because you're really trying to get the person to reflect on the answers to those questions, to self-discover their own answers, and and to, and to help them and guide them down their own personal journey. Um, it, it's not about giving advice like you typically would with someone that you're you're teaching or you're counseling or you're mentoring. It's it's more about them self-discovering what the what the answers are. Um, you know the the things that I, I I learned through the process, and I think is is really important, and, and was part of the reason that I felt the way that I did earlier this year, is that that sometimes you forget kind of who you are, right? You forget who your values are, sure. and coaching teaches you to be very self-aware, you know, hyper self-aware, in fact, right? So that you can not only be aware, but you can be authentic, right? So you can show up, show people who you really are. You that enables you to connect a lot better. And and I think through that connection, you can also uh, have a, a higher level of comfort um, in being humble, right? You can be humble. You can ask for help. You can be vulnerable. And those were some things that I think we all kind of know, but we we forget as as we we grow in our careers. Um, 
I think the other thing I learned is there's areas of our lives in my life that, that I wasn't being exactly clear about what I wanted and why I wanted it. And I wasn't taking the actions that were necessary. And that coaching process helped bring those to fruition in a, in a safe environment with an with a objective third party. And uh, that was that was really helpful to kind of learn those those items. Um, the other things is, you know, you, you realize your habit. You know, there's a lot of habits that you have. Um, some are some are empowering and some are defeating. And through that process, um, you you face those, right? You face those habits, and uh, you have to make a decision as to whether or not you're gonna you're gonna change and and really embrace that new mindset as to as to what you need to do. Um, and I, I would say the the last thing, um, I don't know if it was so much a surprise, but there's a lot of people that are interested in this. There's a lot of people that need this. I think in any in any company going through the amount of change and transformation that GE is going through, um, I I think that that people, um, at least from what I'm seeing, are, are welcoming the opportunity to kind of get a different perspective, um, to kind of reflect on those those types of questions that ask you to to kind of you know think about uh, the answers. Um, so I think there's a lot of folks that are that are interested in being coached, and I think there's also a lot of of people leaders that are are very excited about uh, the additional tool that that the coaching mindsets puts in their you know their tool belt to manage their teams. For sure, and I know you have some questions. I think that were on your blog about how to kind of dig deeper into maybe your purpose. Um, just some examples of those are the thing you've mentioned a few of them already. What's important to you? What do you value? What actions are you committed to? How do you spend your time? What's your morning right. routine? I mean, I know those stuff like that that we do every day um, can give us, again, as you mentioned, insights into our behaviors uh, and even who are your advisors. I mean, you mentioned a whole list of, of your own advisors right. and folks that you've been connecting with to kind of get you down this path. So those yeah. those questions were kind of a good good jumpstart that I uh, found there on your site that others could maybe consider. How do you think that others could apply some of the principles you've learned into their own work or, or life? Like how can people start thinking of themselves more as coaches? Because I know a lot of people that listen to these might think, you know, what do I have to offer or how could I become a coach kind of thing? Yeah. No, exactly. I, I think um, you've got to start with from the mindset that every interaction we have, whether you're at work, you're with your family, you're in public, right, is an opportunity to coach, right? Whether whether we realize it or not, that that behavior, the words we choose, the actions that we take, are all influencing and in, in coaching people around us, and it's it's coaching them and teaching them how to how we want to be treated, what we believe, and and even. Uh, how we want them to act to some extent. So I think that the more you know your own impact on others, that changes changes your mindset. And therefore, it changes the way you approach the day, the way you interact with other folks, and uh, even how you face the challenges in your life. Right. And so something you just said that you also alluded to earlier, you mentioned self-awareness. So there's also this element of mindfulness, it sounds like, in coaching. Um like you said, coaching isn't necessarily what people think of it, and it, it sounds like that's another really important element um, to not not necessarily think about it as how are you telling somebody what to do um, or necessarily even giving advice, but just making that connection, essentially. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's what the process does uh, for you. And, and again, it's, it's just a, it's a process and a framework. 
Um, but I like to think about it really in, in kind of four, four steps. You know, the, the first step is, is really that discover phase where you're investing the time to reflect, right, on, on who you are, what you believe, um, what you call, what your anchors are in life, right, the things that kind of keep you grounded and, um, and, and, and what, what you, um, you know, what you, what you view the world as, right? Then the next step, once you've had, you have that anchor is, is really around defining what you want, right? Kind of uncovering or, or rediscovering what you enjoy, what your dreams are, what your aspirations are, um, and even some of the things that are holding you back. And, and I think from there, that's where you get to that third step of, of the discernment, which is really about, um, the why, right? Why, why do you, why do you want those things? Um, what's going to get you out of bed every day? Why do you, why do you do what you do? And I think as you walk through that, that, that who and that what and that why, then it gets to the stage of, okay, well, how are we going to do this? How are we going to design a plan? How are we going to get the right advisors? How are we going to get the right rituals and habits to sustain that, 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 that life, right? That life that you want, because there's, it's not just your career. It's not just your health. It's not just being a parent. Um, there's many pieces of, of what your life is. And depending upon how far you want to take it, um, you can consider not only those pieces individually, but you consider them together. And that's the exciting part for me. And that was the realization that I had through the process was how everything's so intertwined. And, and it really all does start with your authentic self, defining what you want, why you want it, and then putting together a plan to, to act on it. Yeah, absolutely. So if if folks want to... I guess, learn a little bit more about this, uh, what could they expect from something like your blog? So you, if we want to shift to that a little bit, you do have your, your blog now that you've created to focus on, yep. on some of this stuff. It's uh, ruminapp.com. So uh, two P's at the end, but again, I'll put that in the show notes for anybody um, to make sure you have the correct link. And yeah, so what, what kinds of things are you putting on there? How has that helped you in your process and what can others gain from that? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I launched the, the the blog and website this uh, this summer in July as as a result of um, this journey that I've been on. I think what people can expect is authenticity. Uh, they can expect some, some very personal stories out there. Um, trying to walk the talk as a as a coach and to lead an authentic life. Um, you're going to hear about different things that are going on in my life, whether it's experiences that I had over vacation with with my son and making the realization that at times we really need to, as I called it, hop out of the rapids and, and be present with our family, or my daughter going off and getting injured the second day of preseason in her freshman year and, and uh, uh, not being able to play at least the first half of the season. You're going to hear stories, but you're going to then hear how those relate back to what I call either coaching mindset um, topics and or just just life points, right? And, and trying to give perspective um, through the through what's happening in my life, uh, give give perspective um, on these topics and and connect with others. Um, I think the other thing that you'll you'll see there is you'll see a lot of pictures. Um, I love photography, so I try to I try to post in the in my Twitter, in my blogs, um, pictures that I take. Um, and these are all any picture you see out there, I've taken myself. Um, and, and you'll see kind of my love for um, not only kind of the coaching framework and, and the blogging, but also just this this love for nature and, and, and pictures. Yeah, I was just actually looking at the gallery portion of your site, and there are some really, really nice uh, landscapes and colors that you've got in these pictures that 
even without the words being associated with them, um, they definitely evoke thoughts and feelings. So it's that's really cool. Yeah, that's good. So is there anything else that you would add to this? I mean, I think one thing just based off of your site and, and what you were just speaking about is with the authenticity, really just making coaching a part of the way that, that we work in our lives. Um, so I think that's a good differentiation between what maybe people may think of coaching typically. Is there anything else you would add to that? You know, the only thing that I would add um, is to me, whether we talk about our professional lives or we talk about our personal lives, life is about people, right? It's about the people that we help and it's about the relationships that we build. And I think what coaching stresses is that as leaders, by modeling vulnerability and empathy and authenticity, you're inviting the same thing from your teams. That's what creates the open environment. That's what creates the trust between the people, right? And, and when we have trust, that's how we accomplish these incredible things, right? No matter what the business cycle is. And, and, it, and it really increases um, the chance that people will be open and transparent with you during the, the difficult times. Um, and coaching can do that. It can it can help open those doors, and it can also help you you be a better leader because people are more apt to come to you in times of feeling lost or times of uncertainty, and and have a really candid and open conversation about about the development um, that they're doing in their current job, what career changes they might want to have, or or what I call career pivots, uh, as you saw in my career where I've I've done a lot of different stuff here. And it's been great. And a lot of the reason was I had a real strong relationship with my manager and we could have open and candid conversations because of that that environment that was created. Yeah. Well, I know even though it's talked about a lot, especially in organizations, the trust and the vulnerability is something, uh, authenticity, all of those things in practice, especially in making them an integrated part of the work and the way that we connect with people, even if it's not always work, to your point. Um, we can we can't really get enough of those things. So thank you so much for sharing sort of your journey and how you've really broken into the space and started to thinking think about how it can really serve you and help you to serve others. And I'm sure that uh, everybody will be looking to that to inform their own journey. So thank you again for your time and sharing all these tips with us. Great, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on iTunes, follow us on SoundCloud, and of course, like, comment, rate, and share. Thanks for listening.